Welcome back. This is officially our first episode. <sighs> wow. <laughs> I'm going to tell you this now. There is a lot. A lot of... I, I'm not going to say tears. It's going to be more like entertainment, the laughs, and things like that. And the first thing we're going to talk about today with Professor and Stacy. Now, I'm excited for this one. Is <clears throat> relationships. Now, I know we're all out there wondering, how do I choose the right person? Does he have to be handsome? Does he have to be tall? Does she have to be pretty? Does she have to do this? But really, the first thing you need to know is, do they serve God? You, we all need a checklist when we're choosing the right person because <laughs> I know there's some of us that are out there that have just chosen, I'm not going to say wrong, but we haven't chosen the best. So let's give it first to Professor. Give me some insight on choosing the right person. Don't watch this podcast if you want your life to be a disaster. Whatever you do, close this down. Don't share it. Don't like it. Don't do anything. Because we're going to give you practical advice about relationships. You can't follow after the Kardashians of the world or all the rich and famous because they don't live where you do. And in this world of social media, we become so depressed over relationships. I think there's one that says, like one way, swipe another. Is, is that kind of what you've heard, Stacy? Yeah, something you don't like, you or looks or whatever, you swipe to the left, I think it is. I don't know. Um, I've never been on a dating app, so... Well, I have, but they didn't have a swipe left or right, so... It probably was a swipe up or down. I don't know. <laughs> okay, so let's start with some basics about a relationship. So you're a young individual, and you want to find that right person for your life. It's very important that you select by character. Now, I know that not every man or every woman is a beautiful, beautiful person on the outside. My grandma taught me when I was younger, pretty is as pretty does. You can have all the looks in the world, but guys, at night when she crawls in bed with you and all that makeup comes off, you might want to get you some night blinders before you see what she looks like. We're so made up in our mask, and our mask brings it to our unfortunate lack of reality. So let's first start by carrying on a conversation and how should we structure that? I've been the kind of person, I just want to get to the meat of the topic. If I'm wanting to get married, I'm gonna see other people who have the same goal and interest. So I prepared for me, when I was getting married the second time in my life, a checklist. What would I allow? What could I tolerate? And what would I reject? Did you ever think about the checklist that you had, Stacy, whenever you met your husband? I think I had a workbook. Oh. It was definitely a workbook. and It was just pretty much the same question, but it was said at least about three to five different times to see if the answer was correct and still the same, to know if he is lying to me or um, evading something, something I didn't know, see if the answers are very consistent throughout. So when you start talking to an individual, do you have to have your interrogation list or what should be the first thing that you want to get acquainted with? I, th 
I think the first question should be is, have you been a man or a woman? Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. In this generation, you know, there's so many surgeries. We don't know who's who in, in the what zoo at this point in time. So that would be the first question. Have you ever been a man or a woman biologically from, you know, from birth? So that would, to me, would be a most number one question. And don't try the product before you buy it. So let's go back with this question. As a leader and performing marriages, I've had to make sure that the two individuals I was marrying each other to was the opposite sex. Now, this is what you understand is the basis of a foundation. We're not gonna get into heterosexual versus homosexual versus all that. Right now we're talking about integrity and honesty. I think that question, Joy, was very prominent, very important, because if they can't tell you the truth about their gender, or that could be what a wake-up call. There have been people who found out on their wedding night that they didn't marry the gender that they thought, and it resulted in a crime. And unfortunately, it cost the individuals their lives. So being up front with a very basic question is what gender were you biologically? Not did you emotionally think you were or how you connected this or that. We're talking at basics foundations. So that's very important. Have you always been a male or a female from birth? And I, I'm at the point, you know, well, not now because I'm married, but um, that was one of the questions I asked my husband. But at this time in society, you really want to know. I want proof. <laughs> But not a physical examination, right? Take a doctor and you you make sure that everything checks out right. Because at this but point... But I asked for a birth certificate? Uh, yes. A birth certificate and and then some blood type, any diseases, you know, any of that. I, I don't like surprises like of that nature. So Because you're actually making a commitment for life. Right. Not just a temporary fling. And if you're making a commitment for life, you really need to go into this relationship as if you were making a business approach because isn't it your business to know what you're getting involved with? Think about integrity and honesty. We're talking about specifically today, honesty. A person might lie about their weight and you can see that right off the bat, whether they're 125 pounds or 250 pounds. But that's not what I'm talking about. When we talk about honesty and integrity, start with some basic questions. Don't go into any relationship with the thought, I'm going to marry him or I'm going to marry her. You need to find out what you're getting in that package deal. And if you choose wrong, it gives a lifelong time of heartache and reflection that you regret the rest of your life. Now, Talking about honesty, what's some other questions that you think would be appropriate to ask when you're first getting acquainted? Before we get into that, um, this came up on Facebook. Um, a gentleman asked a lady, you know, he, she, he wanted to be her to be his girlfriend and everything. And she said, so tell me some qualities you like about me. And it was, you know, I think we work good together or, you know, it was very surface. And she goes, no, qualities about me. What do you like about me? And and you had in the comments, the section people were saying that, you know, maybe he's shy. If you are shy to tell me what you like about me, then that is a red flag. Because if you could tell me about 
what you dislike in somebody else or what you dislike in a food or um, a hobby or something, you describe that or what you like in a place, then you are not shy. You just want an easy lay. You know, hurry up and get married quick. And, you know, marriage is a life. To me, it's a life um, decision. And it is a business decision, um, both business and um, out of love also. So to me, I think if they cannot tell you red flag, I mean, stop the ship, jump off and swim back to shore because they cannot tell you the qualities in you of what you like about a certain person or you could tell them, then it's not worth, that's a red flag, so. I think that's an ideal, perfect example because my son has been divorced and he's been out getting acquainted with different people and I watch real closely because I'm asking that same question what is it about her that you find enjoyable her company not necessarily just her looks honey those fade oh yeah we all might have looked good in our early years but when you get here it's going to start really reflecting you'll find the rings and the eyes and so forth so beauty fades and if it takes them three hours to get ready with makeup then you've made a warning sign you know she is not going to look like that after the fact and you know what does she look like after the makeup or they look like after the makeup so i think um a question that young people would ask is do you have to date a He's technically not dating. Do you have to get acquainted with just one person to know that's the one? Or can you go out and talk to multiple people? You're not sleeping with them. You're not doing anything. But you're getting acquainted with these people because you don't know. You can't just go out there and say, well, I'm going to go out there and marry Juan. And it's going to be that person. But we don't know. So do you have to just get acquainted with one person? Or is it okay to talk to different people at the same time? I think that's a very good question. Uh, I'm going to say this. I wouldn't say get yourself all jungled up. I did this when I was younger and boy did I make a mistake. I couldn't tell anybody no and I had a number of guys who were interested in getting to know me. And so I would do something really stupid and I will say this because I'll never forget how messed up this was. But I accepted a date with three or four guys at the same time to the same concert. And some I said I would meet them there, and the other I would go there uh, with them. Never thinking that, you know, how that was gonna work out. How I was actually gonna be seeing all these different people. So first point is, if you're just getting to know somebody, let them know that you're not committed to anyone, that you are investigating your options, and don't get in the situation I was in. Because during that concert, I'd have to get up and go sit with another guy and get up and go sit with another guy. And about mid-concert, I said, this is really too hard. I can't remember who I sat with last. So I said, can we all just go sit together and make it a whole lot easier? Back then, everybody just barreled out laughing. They thought that was so funny. I didn't find it funny. I found it very embarrassing. And I thought, I need to learn to say no. That's an important subject. Learn to say no, not my choice, and move on. Do not go out with a person for a couple of times and then commit yourself. Don't tolerate something you feel uneasy with. That's that's definitely, if you feel uneasy with the situation or something they said, not, and they say, oh, I'm just joking. That is not a joke. That is a warning sign also. Don't go out with that person. You know what? Um, 
This was great. And leave it at that. You, you don't even have to be friends because that ought to show you the character even if they were a friend. So to me, that's a warning sign and just move on to the next person. So, And if somebody's really wanting to have sex with you and jump into that relationship immediately after you say, I do, it's not I do, and spread your legs, ladies. It's not I do, and get a heart on, guys. And I hope this is not too X-rated. But I want you to say, it's got to be more than sex. Because when the sex is over, then you live reality in life. So as you're getting acquainted with different people, find out about their character, but have that mental checklist always in the forefront of your mind. So when answering your question, I believe sincerely that you need to get to know a number of people and not live with what if I liked him better or what if I liked her better and, and you know now look what I got stuck with. We're just in the beginning of conversation. Listen intently to what they have to say. Don't just accept everything at face value. When I got married the second time, I did what Stacy had done. I've taught her that. And I asked Carl questions every which way, upside down, backwards. I even went so far as to twist them around and make it seem as if I was for something when I was against to see what his total attitude was toward it. I don't think at the time he knew that he was being tested like that. But my place of leadership, I could not be with just anyone. And even if you're not a leader, one day you'll be a leader in your own home as a mother or as a dad. So set these characteristics into place and live what you expect others to live. Do not go short place and say, oh, it's okay if I lie or flirt with everybody. We're going to talk about flirting in the next segment of this podcast. So to answer that question, get to know several people and don't just lock your horns in on desperation. So think about it. We want you to be following us on this series, and we're going to try to keep all of these podcasts at a very minimal so that we can project on with the rest of them. So Stacy, let's conclude this one on how we should meet somebody and get into the interrogation. Thank you for joining us. Thank you so much, everybody, for joining us. This was very informative, actually. And um, I just want to say, this is not... Um, they're not doctors or not anything like that. These are just the older generation teaching the younger. I mean, we can all sta stand. <laughs> we can all stand to. Uh, I guess you could say um, know and listen to what they have to glean say. from it. Exactly. exactly, glean from it because we all we've all made mistakes, and so it, what the older generation has to say it was something that we all need to listen from. So thank you, and hope to see you next time. <laughs>